welcome back to the q r code happy tuesday people thanks for being here happy i'm quinn and i'm, I'm riley quinn. and she's riley. <laughs> and i'm riley and we are here to bring you another action-packed happy go lucky vibes q r code episode. we're twins we're sisters we're friends we're soulmates and co-conspirators and co-workers and it's giving <laughs> season no did you and sorry yes, did you like, see did you see on matt bernstein's instagram i thought that was so funny that he shared yeah. that thing that was like not homosexuality taking over my world when this thing said it's giving season and he's like and i read it it's giving season that is also when i saw that post i read it immediately as it's giving and then saw the season yes. so it was like that in my head and so even though it wasn't an audio clip or anything he just typed that out i had read it the exact same way yes it's giving season um it's also giving time for a little life update before we're going to talk a little bit about the giving season about gratitude about miss black friday but i just first wanted a little life update moment because as you know my mom our mother is here she is visiting me with our family dog fletcher um which has been too funny having him and pinkerton getting to play and we love that but i'm i'm stoked because you know we have a lot of work to do us girls just getting my house right my mom is helping me kind of buff some more things out um but yesterday we did have a very fun girls day and started with some facials and i got uh, my first ever laser treatment on my face um, because my esthetician, I was telling her, you know, as much as I love a hydrofacial, which I've done, I think three of now, because I bought a package last Black Friday from her, which was awesome. But I don't think it's the best suited for my skin, sadly. And I think that what I really need to target is my acne. And so she brought on this laser and we traded my punch for that and are targeting my a little bit i have some very light like acne scarring from these past couple of years and some active acne so i'm so excited to see if that does good well, things for me i am excited for you and i must say you look absolutely glowing i know that a mistake people make after a facial is being like they want to see the skin transformation right away but i do feel like it gives you that just refreshed feeling and i'm happy for you also jealous because i would love a facial what i need right now is just to like reset my skin and soothe it i've been focusing on that really hard but it's just really sensitized right now and 
I think that the issue is I haven't been able to solve it because I think I'm continuing to use a product that is sensitizing my skin. And the T is, is it's, I think it's my SPF and I don't have another sunscreen right now. That's like a different formula. So I'm not willing to compromise and stop using it. I have to wear my SPF every day. So I'm like, I'm just knowing that that is maybe not the best formulation for my skin, but continuing until I use up this bottle and get a different sunscreen anyway, because I just need to stay protected. But I've been having some frustrations with that recently, and I feel like I could really use just a soothing, barrier-restoring treatment going on. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever mentioned on the podcast that I'm a licensed esthetician. I don't think that's come up yet. That's part of Quinn's many repertoire of, (laughs) she has a big repertoire of talents and education and pre-tattoo artist. Let's just give you a quick background. Quinn got into tattooing actually through aesthetics because in order to do permanent tattooing or permanent makeup, um, tattooing tends to be a fairly permanent (laughs) (laughs) practice. But um, Quinn was going to start with permanent makeup, which is a type of tattooing that requires you to be an esthetician. But from that, Quinn kind of was connecting the dots more on what her goals and actual passion was going to be career-wise, since she has a fine arts degree and she loves tattoos and body art and just creating designs and whatnot. So then Quinn was like, okay... We took a roundabout way, but actually, here we go into tattooing after completing an aesthetics program and permanent makeup yeah. certification. Yeah, and I also have been passionate about skin for a long time, too. So it was super fun. I'm glad I got that education. And also, I just think in response to what you're saying about your SPF, it definitely could be that but also as we know with your skin and my skin too right now we are in a hormonal transition with our age where your acne and mine is very classic hormonal acne and i think that it's possible that the sunscreen you use could be sensitizing your face Definitely, that's possible. We should look at the ingredients. But first of all, I would say, like, we we don't know that for sure. But also, you can just start using a different sunscreen and use that one on your neck and chest. Don't feel like you have to get through the whole tube if you're concerned about it. And I did yesterday buy the Elta MD clear sunscreen. Um, And I'm excited about I've tried it multiple times because she's just put it on my skin after my facial. She gave me the tinted one, which I was a little bit hesitant about, but her skin looks so awesome. And that's what she wears. And I said, let's try it because that one it's, I mean, for being a nice product, I think it's pretty affordable. I can't remember what it was. I feel like it's maybe 34 bucks or something. I can't remember, but it's, I don't know how the science works, but it 
uses the pH of your skin and like makes your own color. Apparently it like, it's, it's good for everybody. Apparently. I don't know if that's true because I haven't heard people different, like people of color or darker skin tones talk about it. So I'm not sure, but I'll have to report back on that. And that definitely is, it doesn't have any pore clogging ingredients or anything, but I am just excited to, to see and hope that that is helpful on my skin. My mom and I were saying we wish that you were there. Of course, for a girl day is never the same without you. And after that, we did go to an amazing restaurant. So yeah, also we're wishing you were there. Mm. Yeah. Well, just to clarify, I don't think that my SPF is necessarily correlated to my breakouts because I've had similar pattern of these for a while that I've dealt with hormonally. And I am kind of, I of course do want to address that, but to me, I'm less concerned about that than overall sensitivity. I think that it's like really hard on your skin barrier if it's constantly like in a state of sensitization. And I'm to the point right now we're just like putting some lukewarm water on my face to begin my um, washing and cleansing process. My skin all turns red, which I know my skin well enough to know that that is not normal for it. And I like took out all the actives I was using and tried to narrow it down, but haven't taken out SPF obviously. So that's why that's what I think is going on because a lot of people that do have sensitive skin types can have reactions to certain chemical filters so yeah i, I was gonna whole, say i, I think not. because it's a Go chemical ahead. instead of mineral could that exactly. could definitely be and but there your are skin a lot is of sensitive Korean. to water which is so hard yeah. like literally water your skin has issues with so you're just well, very, very I, sensey, so it's a lot to figure out. Yeah, but also, though, I do not feel like compelled that I have to finish this bottle before getting a new sunscreen. As much as, as we will discuss, Black Friday is a couple days away, so I was like, I'll wait till I can get this at a discount, and then I'll switch it out and just use the rest on my body because, yeah. yeah, my your body skin for most people tends to be more resilient. And for me, it definitely is. So I'll just use it up like that. But in the meantime, I've just been waiting to get, to get the deals where I can. While we're on the subject of this, we might as well just do a PSA. Wear your flipping sunscreen. Are you wearing your sunscreen? I'm talking to you, listener. Are you wearing sunscreen right now? Because it doesn't matter what time of day it is. Sure doesn't matter if you're inside. You better be protected. You are listening to this after the sun has gone down inside from the comfort of your bedroom. That's the one exception that I would have is if you've already done your nightly cleanse. and If you've done your nighttime routine already, but... Every single day of the year, every single day of your life, you should be putting on sunscreen. So uh, please just remember that. It's so important. And 
if you're going to do literally anything good to your skin, it should be wearing SPF. Let us know if you have questions, okay? We can talk about sunscreen all day if we had to. We could we could 100% make a full episode about sunscreen. Let us know if you want that. <laughs> um, but also, we're getting a massage today, which I'm so excited about and am far overdue on, you know, with my career being just body bent in such a messed up shape so often and so just exactly the way that body workers like wish you would never have to sit is how tattoo artists sit so i'm so overdue and my body has just been really going through it and i'm stoked that we're getting that done today and it is it is a treat of course and it is a privilege And I'm also trying to tell myself that I deserve it and that it's also something that we deserve, especially if you're someone that does work that is so hard on your body, to be doing it routinely. So I'm going to try to make it more of a routine and just know that that's part of the expense of my work. But I'm stoked on that. And any any updates you want to give, Rye? Anything good going on? Any... Good, bad, ugly, anything? Well, that's delightful, Quentin. You do deserve it. And I love that you guys are having a little self-care time. Um, You know, I don't have any massive life updates. I will say that I'm just excited because I don't, for some reason, I feel like I haven't really talked about this on the podcast, even though it's been such a huge part of my life, but I probably have. And I just feel like if I don't make full on three episodes about this, that I've barely even touched on the training that we're doing with Roger. But (laughs) I don't know if that sentiment is even true. But basically, Raj and I have been working hard for... I mean, the whole year that we've had him, I've been focused on it, but really our, the focused effort on behavior modification training specifically has started like a month ago is when we found someone that was like super compatible that I actually felt like everything was starting to click with what we were learning. But in July was when it came to my attention that this was like something that we seriously had to pursue and work on really concertedly because of his just over arousal around strangers, especially, and dogs for a different reason. Um, And I just feel like we've made such strides in these past three weeks since we've actually been with someone that I feel like understands our goals and understands like emotional regulation in dogs and how we can help them with that and so this doesn't even sound like much for a lot of people because every dog is different every situation is different so for some people this would be very normal but for us it was a big win that today there was a lot going on on the playground we go to this little park that has like a playground area but also has kind of an open field area where he can sniff and we can run around 
and there were kids like banging on the playground equipment with sticks like they do that startles Raj he's usually pretty startled by kids in general there are lots of squirrels out and about dogs in backyards barking and there was a full-on yoga class going on down below us all these stimuli like can really add up for a dog that has like reactive tendencies and usually if a dog is stressed I don't know if it's even usually like I feel like if a dog is stressed and they are over their threshold they don't want to play they either want to get out of dodge or they want to have a reaction that's going to like soothe their little nervous system like lunging and barking and doing these things that basically communicate I'm uncomfortable and he was just so confident tail wagging he was able to like be surrounded by all those things and be focused on us and we were playing with a stick and fetch and running around and it's just awesome to see that our work is paying off and he's overcoming different not necessarily I just realized that language is like so tricky to be as specific as I want to be with something as nuanced as with what we're going through with Roger and I don't really think it is overcoming it's just conditioning that he's understanding that he can be relaxed and confident around things that are confusing to him um so that's my big update um I also just kind of wanted to talk to you quickly about this book that I read did you know that there was like a piece a book not a piece being written on glossier no Have you heard of that book glossy i think uh-uh. it has a subtitle it's called glossy and then i think it's called like ambition beauty and the story of emily weiss something like that um but it's by marissa meltzer and i read that book this week it made me think a lot it's interesting I'm not like a Glossier stan by any means. I've only had a couple of their products, but I do remember there was, I. it talks about this in the book, but now I forget the year. I think it was in 2020, maybe 2021, where there was the scandal out of the gloss. Do you remember that, Quinn, where people were talking about how there was like a problematic culture and racism going on in the company? I don't really remember that. Like you, you don't mean their shade range or something. You mean like within the like internal. It started with their shade range, but that was back in, I think 2017 was when they released their first products. And one of those Uh was like a super sheer foundation that only came in three shades, but their kind of argument was that it's so sheer that it didn't matter like if there weren't more shades to color match but no it wasn't really about that it was more they were ex-employees that had like a big problem with just the culture at work there um but that's not the thing the book was focused on it was looking at the company as a whole And I think that it gives you just a lot to think about because women in business and just women in the workplace, honestly, are in such a different sort 
of like pressure and under a microscope in a way that men just aren't. And I think men are starting to get called out more that are in positions of power. But even then, if you are female founded with a female CEO, people are just so much more ready to cancel you and just do not like you can't be. It's just impossible to be a woman and be powerful and well-liked and be all the things that people want women to be. Like, you have to be likable. You have to be beautiful. But if you are beautiful and a a woman of power, then people say that you're vapid and that you just, like, hinge your value on your looks. And if you're not constantly nice then you're a bitch like it's the same old story i'm not saying like a super original idea here i was just having some empathy for emily weiss who's the founder because she definitely can have some problematic things about her character and can kind of seem like a mean girl energy and people called her out for that because the whole value behind the brand Glossier is like, you can sit with us. Like we're the nice girls, like everyone's welcome. And then they, people like roast the CEO, if that's not always the vibe, even though we know that like marketing and brands are not the same as who the person is and we don't like conflate men with their companies in the same way. I just thought it was interesting and was getting me thinking about that. And I was thinking about that at the same time because of something Grace Beverly posted about how people just want, yeah, just women can't kind of win once they're, once they're the girl boss, quote unquote. Um, So I thought that was a worthwhile read and I learned a lot about kind of just building a business model and competing in the space right now is a lot different than ever before because a brand is kind of not as neat to fit into a box when They're kind of tech. They were getting into the tech space, but they're also in the beauty space. And they were direct to consumer. And then they went into Sephora. And I just am not usually someone that really reads business books. So I thought it was interesting. Nice. That that does sound like a thought-provoking read. And I do think it's important to stay aware of... um, what's going on in different industries and i think a lot about the beauty industry because especially these days where there's so much access to the internet and access to people's lives and all about their business and everything like i was thinking about it with our episode last week touching on that whole deal with emma chamberlain just how how intimidating the internet can be too when you didn't used to be held so accountable and sometimes i think that's a really good thing that we have this tool to hold people accountable and sometimes it's scary because 
humans are going to make mistakes and I'm not, I, I haven't read this book, so I'm not touching on that. But in general, we all make mistakes. We all do things that aren't good that we could be doing better and be being more thoughtful. So it definitely can feel like, oh my goodness, what could happen next? Like who's going to say what about who? And it is it is kind of refreshing. Again, I was just reflecting on us talking about her podcast that I think literally already people seem to be pretty much over it. And she was at whatever award show or something. Um, so it's kind of nice to know, well, if you have something, some raised awareness around you, people will forget by next week. And that I don't mean if you're actually a really problematic or hurtful person, but I think that it's cool to do something like reading about it rather than just hearing about this stuff from the internet in a quick video or just an article. I'm glad that you got to actually read a piece like that because I do think you can come to understand the issue so much more by taking the time to read something that someone clearly had to research about and gain a grasp on and gain knowledge on and are actually sharing something they've taken the time to sort in to a presentable way for you to consume, you know? Yeah, definitely. And even reading it like that, that's coming from this author, Marissa Meltzer's perspective and talking about, they did four interviews together, her and Emily Weiss, and she would even say certain things about like coming into the interview that Emily was not like seeming very willing to speak on certain issues and that there were certain topics she did not want to go into or there were certain questions that she would talk around and not really get a straight answer for. And I am just like, that's so unsurprising. If you talk to any CEO, I think that's going to be the case. Also, if somebody came up to you and was saying, I'm writing a book about your life and your business, whether you like it or not. And if you'd like to be interviewed or I would like to interview with you, you, it would be hard to be like, okay, I'm just going to be a super agreeable open book this entire time when you might not want people to have that sort of access to every single thing about you. And then on the opposite side, some of the employees that she interviewed from Glossier were saying that like, like, dreaded getting stuck in the elevator with Emily because she would be so just too cheery, like so effervescent or like it's early in the morning and she was just like so positive that they felt like it was like toxic positivity. And I was just thinking that it can be so frustrating because women really can't win. Like, if you weren't super friendly in the elevator with your employees as a f- like female boss, then they'd be like, mm, okay, she's being a bitch this morning. Like, why aren't you whatever? But then if you are being nice, then it's like, oh, come on, this is over the top. Like you're being so positive this way. And this is not to say the plight of the white woman is so hard. I know that there are much bigger issues with feminism and 
all sorts of things today, but it's just something that it does continue to be a theme in women's lives and is important to also acknowledge that it's frustrating and you don't get to just be yourself a lot of the time because you have to be considerate and like accommodating all the time about how somebody else is going to perceive you and especially if you are in the limelight because you're having like a multi I think multi-billion dollar business is what it was last evaluated at but it's so it's a lot of pressure um we don't have to keep going on down that train I didn't mean to derail us that much I just it sent me down very many different rabbit holes that I'm interested in and want to explore more and kind of am feeling compelled to get back into my nonfiction era because I kind of took a step back this year from reading a lot of nonfiction. I got burnt out of memoirs. I was reading like a lot and a lot of different um, books in that genre, but now I think I'm ready to read a few more, which it's kind of not true. I did read several memoirs this year, but this type of book is different than a memoir. I can't remember if last week we talked about Britney Spears' book, but I do want to get around to listening to that. I probably will just listen instead of reading it, but I totally get the sentiment about it being just kind of hard to navigate how you are in space as a woman and i feel that way so much more on a different scale and different level obviously but i have multiple times this week we so we bought a truck by the way um we've been needing to since our other truck was stolen twice <laughs> congratulations um, <laughs> thank you yes but you know we need it and whatever but i first thing to sean was like i don't want to be talking to these men i'm sorry i wish i didn't feel this way but i've never felt respected when i'm talking to men about a vehicle purchase let alone getting my oil changed so i just go in feeling confused and frustrated about how i should act because I'm a happy, nice person. I like to smile. I like to be nice to people. I like to have nice conversation, but I have become, I don't know, a little bit defensive and in having to stay in my shell a little bit because men have proven to me time and time again that they're not a safe space to be around and obviously it's not all men but there have been many many times in public spaces that i have been made to feel extremely uncomfortable or talked down to so i was worried about how i was being perceived at the car dealership because i had to buy the truck like it was in my name and everything so you know I'm having to interact with them and I was like I don't want to be perceived as being cold or not being kind but I sometimes I don't I don't feel like being my warmest self because I feel like I have to have my guard up with you guys based on how many times I've been 
made to feel unsafe in the past. So I was kind of navigating that. And then I had another poor interaction at work with a male coworker that I, you know, I don't want to overshare, but he tells me what to do too much and gives his opinion unsolicited. And it's just can be very frustrating, you know, and then at work or at the grocery store, just trying to do my shopping for the week. I was getting some meat for Sean to smoke because he loves his Traeger and wanted to smoke some meat. And even there, I had my headphones in, my AirPods were in, I was clearly trying not to engage. And he even then was hitting on me, bothering me and telling me this old man telling me that he was going to make a point of getting to know me when he sees me around in the grocery store. And so it's like, that's a, that's a different issue than what you were talking about, but it is hard when you're like, how, how can I win? I want to be nice. I want to be smiley. I want to be happy and welcoming, but also if I'm not being a stone cold bitch, I'm afraid that you're going to take that as an invite to harass me, you know? So yeah. I don't know. It's just frustrating. Well- We are definitely not going to start being a not all men podcast. Listen, we are both married to amazing men. We have lots of amazing men in our life, but I've also been around incredible men and people that are my friends and had other men make me feel uncomfortable, say inappropriate things whatever and those same guys did not check their friends and did not intervene and did not say no you can't do that that's not cool so even if you're not directly the person that you feel like is being the problem if you're not being part of the solution in a lot of ways you are part of the problem and i understand that there are totally well-intentioned guys out there and people think well it's not that big of a deal you just let it roll off your back and guess what you can let it roll off your back but it's microaggressions are real and also can lead to more serious aggression and serious situations and when I did the other day walking by a stranger classic white person greeting of just like this, you know, tight-lipped smile where you're walking by someone and you're not really going to say hi or say anything, but you give them a little one of those smiles. And the man goes, can I get a number to go with that smile? I'm like, I hate you. What? I didn't even, it's not like I was tossing my little (laughs) hair over my shoulder, prancing by, batting my eyelashes. I didn't even give a toothy grin i'm like i couldn't have given you a more like in passing courteous tight lip look and you cannot win when i tell you you i was wearing literally the hottest man in the world and still obviously not okay but who the hell literally billy joe fuck are you sorry i just took it there but i'm like why (laughs) no why do you think i would want i don't want to so much as look at you let alone have you speak to me and be so for real you think i want to give you my number 
I didn't even want to pass you on the sidewalk. Like I literally did you not swung notice my pace wide. quickening. I swung wide. I was holding my purse with two hands and had eyes wide open and gave a tight lipped smile. Mm, like that's what that smile means is don't mess with me. And yeah, I see well, that you're right here. Our listeners are not the people that are doing this stuff and they already know. And that it's not about what you wear, but I will just give the caveat of when I'm wearing full on car hearts a baggy, yucky sweatshirt with a baseball cap on my head. My hair is short and back. You can't even tell that I have hair and my hood is on over my hat. Don't really know how I could be less appealing to the male gaze than that. So there's really nothing People you can do. People are like, um, well, what were you wearing? literally an orange jumpsuit i was literally i was wearing a sack of potatoes from the side of the road and crocs okay and i hadn't showered in four days like it doesn't matter what the hell you're wearing if people are scumbags i don't know sorry i am being like insensitive but if you are going to be someone that's a predator to women it doesn't matter what that person, what the woman looks like. It doesn't matter if they gave you a smile or not, or completely had their head turned and didn't acknowledge you one bit. You're the problem, not the woman, obviously. Yeah. And what I do <sighs> appreciate so is mad. on the other side of things. When I was walking Raj the other night and there was it was starting to get like dusk time the sun was going down so it's always a little bit more like okay give me a wider berth i don't need someone sneaking up on me and i was walking towards this guy so we both saw each other walking towards each other and before i could do this which i would have because i was with roger and he doesn't appreciate passing people but this man walked across the road and he walked on the other side of the road where there wasn't a sidewalk. So he wouldn't have to walk right by us. I was like, perfect. That's the way to do it. You cross the road to signify, yes. hey, I'm not like, I don't, I don't want, want anything to, pass, to pass do you. with you. Yes. Like that should just be assumed. <clears throat> just be, you know, to our male or male presenting listeners, just be the person that makes you feel safe. And I know, I know that that's who you guys are. I just feel it deep in my heart, but be the person that makes someone feel safe where it's like, Oh, they didn't even kind of like hit on me. They weren't being weird with me at all. They were just chill. I will come home if I had a good interaction with a man and tell Sean, I'd be so excited. I'm like, I just spoke to this lovely person that was just so chill and easy, very respectful. How great. Like I, I, those are so few and far between those experiences that I seem to have that it's something I come and tell my partner about because it's so refreshing and exciting. Yes. But now that could be the beginning of my gratitude list is I am grateful for the men out there that recognize whether you like it or not, you take up a different space in the world. And you know that we all know that it's 2023. So I'm grateful for those men that realize 
there's a reason why women would feel uncomfortable around me. So I'm not going to put spatial pressure on this stranger at night. And I'm going to choose to make them feel safe, whether that's creating distance, whether that is saying hello, being friendly, and not continuing it. When people got, go, oh, they're just being friendly. I don't want a compliment from you. Nobody, like, I don't tend to know women that appreciate those sorts of compliments. So that's for you. That's not for them. If you're choosing to do that still, when people say, I don't like that, that makes me uncomfortable, then you're not doing something nice. It's not nice because it makes them feel unsafe. So we are grateful for all those people that recognize and they clearly don't want an issue. That happened to me the other night as well, Quinn, where I was outside at night and was like on edge and in the dark, this guy was coming up to me or not, not, he was not coming up to me. He was just coming the same direction and he made it a point to call out like, Oh, hi, how are you? Because he was making me aware. I could tell he was just like making me aware that he was there. He saw me, I saw him and he went right on his way. And that was it. It doesn't have to always look that way, but you know what you're doing. And I'm always grateful for people that are just minding their own business out and about. Or if somebody is in someone else's business and you see that they're being made to feel uncomfortable, that's when you don't mind your business. That's when you step in and say, move along. This is not right. Leave them alone. Exactly. Well, Enough on men because we would not want them to think that they are the center of this podcast because they most definitely aren't. Do you want to lead us into talking a little bit about all things gratitude, the giving season, Black Friday? Yes. So basically what I was, I've been thinking about recently is how I've fallen out of a gratitude practice a little bit, not in the sense that I haven't been feeling grateful for things, but I think that if you actually work that into being part of your routine, it just can give you that extra feeling of gratefulness every day. And that's a very uplifting feeling. And there are so many different ways to do this. I personally own the five minute journal, which sets up a gratitude practice for you. So it's something that, as the name suggests, you take five minutes to do in the morning and evening. And it basically says like, you name three things that you're grateful for name three things like it's kind of a setup like that but there are all sorts of different ways that you can practice gratitude and um the reason that i feel like i used to have a stronger practice is i used to go to yoga way more frequently and i used to go with teachers that would remind you to set an intention and i would always like set that intention and that energy to give somebody else good vibes. And that might not seem, depending on what your belief system is like, like that's actually doing that much. But I feel like if you're having moments 
in your day where you're just considering another person or someone outside of yourself and feeling grateful for them and wanting the best for them that that like boosts yourself so much and I haven't decided exactly what I want to do to keep that practice more of my daily life but I think that when you have that moment where you're thinking of someone it might not be someone that even like pops up in your life very often at all but I'll think of someone that we went to high school with and be like, oh my gosh, I wonder how they're doing. And just letting them know, I feel like can go such a long way. You don't have to call someone out of the blue and have a big conversation, but just shooting somebody a text that says, hey, I was just thinking about you. And I just wanted you to know that wherever you ended up in life, I am hoping you that, that I'm hoping that you're having amazing things happen to you, wishing you all the best. And I just... I'm thinking good thoughts for you that that really like means a lot to people. And it's been meaningful to me when I've got, when I've had the nerve, not that it takes a lot of nerve, but sometimes it is a little bit. If it's someone that you haven't been in touch with that much, it takes for me with social anxiety, a little bit of courage to just reach out. And it's always like been a beautiful thing and has never made me feel like, oh, that was awkward or whatever. People either don't reply and I feel like that's fine because I put that energy out into the world and that made me feel good or are like, oh my gosh, that made me feel so special. Thank you. And I wish the best for you. I want nothing but the best for you. So that can just send that energy around in a really nice way. Yeah, I definitely love doing that too and it is i mean i don't think you expect anything in return that's not what it's about it's just about putting those good things out there and i love for you know i don't feel like i've had times where my quote-unquote gratitude practice is more um structured and there's something you can really point to that's like, I do this to practice gratitude. But for me recently, I've been just loving, I will just, you know, be outside and I am someone who does not care of making a fool of myself to speak out loud to things. Like I will say, I love this tree so much. Thank you so much. You are such a good tree and you are just giving me the best vibes like i and i always to my animals out loud every day i love you thank you for being so good and that to me like i love expressing gratitude like that i think that writing it down is also super helpful and i like to do that in my journal and that can totally be incorporated into your morning time to, you know, scheduling yourself, like we've been talking about for productivity. But I feel like expressing it in a way, you know, even to people, people in your life, I maybe some people think it's a little overdone. Because I know how often I say, I love you to my family. I remember that sometimes a little bit, my dad would be like, I love you too. But you don't you don't have to say it this, so many times a day. Like when I was little, I just would be like, I love you. <laughs> but 
Um, yeah, well, he's eating his words now because you can tell he's wishing he, that he was hanging out with us. <laughs> yeah, he eats that stuff up. We know it. But I just, I like telling people, you know, there are people in my life that do so much to help me too. And it, even people that will tell me they're like, oh, it's my job. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm doing this because it's my job. I'm like, I don't care. You're doing a great job. Thank you so much. And um, you know, I think being grateful for when you're if you're just on a little hot girl walk in the morning, you can just say, Thank you to my body so much for allowing me to do this, and thank you to myself for making the time to do this. I feel so good, and I just love to actually plaster a nice, I mean, it's a genuine smile and I get so excited and just love to say like, ah, thank you. I feel so good. And I'm so grateful for the day today. If you can't tell, yeah. I get a little enthusiastic about this stuff, but it just makes me feel good to feel gratitude, you know? Yeah. I also think that that is just a mindset that comes kind of naturally to us where we tend to be like, oh my gosh, look at the sky. It's so beautiful. Like we're so lucky to be seeing that and those things. And my, our mom is also really like that with nature. And I feel like that's something that is so easy to feel gratitude around because when you look outside and just how stunning the dew on a cobweb looks and how beautiful just the world around us is it really swells my little heart and nature is just so generous it gives us everything we need and it definitely also makes me want to like be better for the world and be better for everyone when i think of how giving and generous nature is in that a lot of the times if you don't stop and like focus and think try to like have a different mindset then we can end up just like taking and taking and not giving anything back and i think that it makes you feel so good when you're being a better steward of the earth which is definitely what kind of shapes the way that I shop on Black Friday, which can sound like an oxymoron because I know inherently consumerism is not earth friendly, but I have to be realistic that I am a person that purchases products and I am not a zero waste. I don't have a zero waste lifestyle and I definitely have an impact with the way I live. And I'm also a low-income individual that can really benefit from getting the things I'm going to get anyway. But when it's on a sale, like I know that a big thing right now is don't shop Black Friday. And I think the way that I more align is shop deliberately. I've never gone to a physical Black Friday thing. I don't want to get stampeded. I don't enjoy crowds <laughs> no. i don't want to go somewhere that's like busy and kind of sounds like a nightmare yeah no yeah not absolute my idea nightmare thank god for the internet though because those sales yes. are online and so what i do 
is make two different lists. You can make as many as you need to, but kind of the way I think actually is three because I have two individual lists. I will have needs versus wants. I know you don't need anything, but those are the things that I'm going to purchase anyway. Like this year's sunscreen. I need an SPF exactly because I'm running low. I need a cleanser because I'm almost out and I need whatever it is. Like, are have you gotten holes in all your socks this year and you're wearing through your stuff and you need to replace those. So just make a list of those things that you already know, whether it was Black Friday or not. I am going to purchase this because I need to replenish. Then it's my wants of these are things that I've been looking at and I've been eyeing and wanting to purchase anyway. But for whatever reason, I haven't. Maybe I was literally waiting for a sale. Maybe it's because I'm not sure I need it. Whatever. I need to think. I need to look through my wardrobe and decide if that's truly what I want. Or maybe it's a lipstick that... I'm really interested in, but I know I already have some lipsticks, so I'm thinking about it. And Quinn and I will shop that way where we, instead of just being led by the sales where you're looking on Instagram that day and everywhere has a link and that's such a good deal that then you click on these sales and you're going to pages that you never even would have gone to, to check. And then you end up buying things that you didn't really think about because of the pressure, because things are selling out whatever like it becomes too much it becomes too stressful and you end up with things that you never even wanted in the first place but what usually happens when quinn and i quinn and i uh i am sad that we're not going to be together for thanksgiving this year because we usually do this together the next day and we have our computers out and we have our lists and what happens 98 percent of the time is I only even buy like one thing off my wants list because it gets down to it and I've purchased the things I need and that kind of fulfilled that shopping vibe for me anyway. And then I'm like, ugh, okay, I have this cart going, but I just don't think I'm going to get it. I'll just save my money and I don't really need that. And you go down the list and I end up buying like less than I even had already narrowed down on the list because it's just kind of like, okay, I feel like I'm actually good, and if I still want that in a few months or whatever it is, I can always get it. It's always going to be there. Um, that the only the other list that I was saying is kind of for gifts. So, if you for Christmas, no, you're going to be doing your shopping anyway. I do feel like it's fair enough to plan and get things when there's a deal. But again, just try not to get sucked into something like getting it because it's a deal instead of because I was going to purchase that anyway and I might as well get a discount of course get your discount but um did you have another thing that would be helpful to add on that train yeah I mean I'll just share my two cents about it too I completely echo what you're saying and Here's how I feel. I know I know everyone feels a little bit differently about this, but I'm sending out the vibes that like just remember having more doesn't feel better. In fact, so often having more crowds our space, our mind, and I like to think how much better would I feel if I had this money still? Like 
or maybe, you know, we can talk about investing and stuff on a different episode. But what I've been trying to do is when I was going to make a purchase and I decide, you know what, I'm not going to buy that. I don't need that. I will set that money aside and say, I'm putting that toward an investment. So I'm, and right now I don't actively have my money in investments because it's been too overwhelming to get that started. But I've been putting money in an account being like, this is the stuff that I would have spent on something that now I'm actually going to invest back and in. Now I'm just double, triple, quadruple in that dime. I love that. Exactly. Quinn. Exactly. So it's like, that can be a treat. Like, oh, not only how strong am I, is my mentee? I am so strong up here. Also, now I have so much more money later. You know, we don't see it right now, but it's a good reward knowing for later. Also, what I am doing, and I know, guess what? You might be so busy. I get it. Like, I'm I'm just telling you about me, and maybe it is a suggestion for you too, but I'm cleaning out before I bring anything in, and that is my boundary. I'm saying, you know what? I'm not making those want purchases if I haven't gone through my closet, because let's be real, for me, it's going to be clothes. Like, that's what I would be getting. So... I am going through and narrowing down and I'm not adding if I haven't already taken away. And of course, I'm not throwing this stuff away. I'm donating it, you know, like don't that it still is flabbergasting to me that anyone just like actually throws clothes away when they're getting rid of it. So of course, we're all eco baddies. Let's obviously donate that. Um I mean, unless it's something that's straight up a rag that you can yeah. just cut up and clean Let's your house with. recognize that you need to be deliberate before you get to the point of donating because most of what Goodwill and other stores of that type receives ends up getting dumped into landfills and unfortunately mostly shipped to the coasts of different countries that are surprise not in the u.s and dumped there and it was absolutely heartbreaking to be in ghana in this beautiful country and see that their coastline is chock full of our country's waste that has been shipped there for them to deal with and that yeah yes that definitely donate if you have something that is like still good quality and not full of holes and whatever like it's it think about if someone else would genuinely want to wear that thing but before that ever happens just try to make your wardrobe things that are worth it in the first place because it is actually heartbreaking to know how many clothing how many articles of clothing exist in the world for such a short life cycle of like use to then just be a pollutant um that's yeah. not to derail your point when you should no donate for sure rather than just toss but don't think of that as like a good solution to overconsumption kind of like recycling no. 
is not a good solution. Like it's reduce, then reuse, last recycle, because that is the least useful thing to do. That's something that is already existing in the world and we're never gonna change that. We're never gonna get that back. We have to reduce first. 100% I agree, which is why we have to be thinking so critically about these purchases. And I also think less is more. Less is more, 100%. We, we're going to talk actually a little bit about some curation um, and vibes for the home and wardrobe on an upcoming episode. But you I'm guys. I'm so excited about the surprise you guys are about to get on this episode. Yes. That's a teaser. That's a teaser. I'm so stoked too. But just know there is no sale good enough to justify buying stuff that you're not in love with. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that can feel like a lot of pressure. And some people might be like, how do I even know if you don't have an innate sense of style, you might not even know, but it's so much better. If you don't know, just wait, because we're going to be coming at you with some more information on that. And also you can always buy down the road. Like it's still, even though something's on sale, it's still spending money. Like you're not, it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm saving by buying on a sale. No, you're, you're not saving. Like Riley said, if it's your sunscreen, yes, get that. That makes sense. I'm going to be getting some skin products that I need and stuff like for example, some vitamins that are on sale, that are going to be on sale, you know, because I use supplements. So stuff like that, I totally, I totally get support you going for. It's hard to, you know, let go of the feeling of guilt of still like, oh my gosh, this comes in a plastic bottle and stuff. We hate that. But as we know, we, we can't have the control a hundred percent over these systems, but make the decision like okay i made say say black friday you know it's coming up maybe today or tomorrow before thanksgiving with your fam make a little pinterest board and try to keep it short and sweet and think like truly if if you've been waiting for something and maybe you're treating yourself for christmas and wanting to get a couple pieces quality over quantity. Really remember that. We are not doing Shein. We are not doing big, you know, nasty gal purchases. And also if you're someone that doesn't have a lot of money, I am not trying to sound out of touch or shame you or anything like that at all. I get that not everyone can afford. One second. Excuse me. I know not everyone can afford to even, thank you, um, buy one nice, nicer or expensive piece. And like, in that case, obviously I want you to feel special. You at the end of the day are not the problem. The big companies are the problem, but just where you can try to be so, so real with yourself. Like, do I really want 15 low quality pieces that are going to fall apart through the wash and don't look 
nice and don't feel good on my skin, can I trade that for literally one nice piece? Like adding one nice sweater that I will wear a lot, you know? So yes. I think even getting just- one low quality piece, Quinn can attest to this in college when I ever made a few mistake purchases where I wasn't really sure my gut wasn't telling me that it was fully my style. And I was like, I just kind of want to try this. See, I regretted those purchases and I had buyer's remorse. And I was like, if when in doubt, it's a no, like if it's a not a full body, yes, it's a no. And sometimes we have to make those mistakes to really learn. But if you're you're going to kind of feel like, I just don't know, I can't tell if it's me, then just probably don't. And maybe when you're thrifting, you'll see something similar and you can try it on and then you'll know and you'll be like, oh yeah, I actually do think this is cute and you can make that decision. But I honestly feel like you're my first intuition with purchasing is usually correct. And I have regretted it when I have gone against my gut in those times. Definitely. I think a lot, if you're weighing, if you're weighing the pros and cons, it might be just a no, because for me, I will love something so much. And that's where I know I'm wearing a sweater right now. How many years have I had this Riley? Definitely in high school. I definitely got this in high school, you know, and it is cool to re-wear. We are putting that vibe out there. It is so cool to have a piece that lasts you a long, long time. And don't feel pressured to keep up with the trends. I know it can be fun to, you know, feel like you're an it girl keeping up with the trends, but trends come and go so quickly these days. And I think curating a style like we're going to be talking about is so much more fun, cool, unique, sustainable in terms of longevity and for the environment than trying to keep up with trends that are constantly changing. And Mm -hmm. maybe where you choose to follow a trend is something one, you know, one piece. Like I've been considering doing a silver ballet flat because I actually think that's so fun and cool and funky and I could style it in so many ways and it's a shoe that like at the end of the day you use it as much as you can and then it's done you know you shoes usually don't stick around forever um but i just Which i don't another want another thing to keep in mind gwen that sometimes when people think oh i'll make an investment purchase here because i'll have this forever think about the fact how you use something and where it will you have that forever because for me a sweater i can take care of i feel like for a lifetime like you said shoes i'm running around in those puppies i'm using and abusing them and they probably depends what sort of shoe you're going for but like me with sneakers i wear through those to the soul like to the point where it is worn out actually done yeah. And I think that, you know, finding the little things like something, another thing that makes sense for an investment piece is a necklace. If I'm not saying $500, you guys, 
I of course there are necklaces that cost way more than that and way less but you can find a sterling silver beautiful necklace for a lot less than that and definitely on a black friday sale and if for example maybe you just only have one dainty thin necklace that's kind of your go-to every day that you always wear and want to elevate your style a little bit maybe getting one longer slightly chunkier funky necklace maybe that's the thing that makes so much sense because it is going to be around forever I think moral of story, we all know how to be move slow through this. Do not let these big businesses and brands trick you and think you're doomed if you don't get in now and now is the time or you're too late. No. If you haven't had yes. it this long, you can definitely wait till next Black Friday if you still want it or next thanks, you know, there's going to be a February Valentine's Day sale. Just you don't worry. Don't let this get to you and worry about not making a purchase. You're doing just fine without, you know. Let me tell you a secret. If you're sales structure is if you spend a hundred dollars you save ten percent but if you spend two hundred fifty dollars you save twenty percent you still spent more money if you filled up your cart to two hundred fifty dollars and it's actually not a better deal they're lying to you so you'll spend more money so just remember and, that and also also remember that if what you want is a shirt that costs $65 because we're doing nice quality, um, why would you fill your cart up to $100 to get 10% off because that still costs more than the one shirt you wanted? And paying $5 for shipping is less expensive than filling up your cart 45 more dollars to get the free shipping. And that's a hard one to hear. <laughs> and for, and guess what? Also, shipping ruins our planet. So let's try not to buy from 1,000 different stores this black friday and that is where it makes sense if you can go in person on tuesday or wednesday we all the sales will be happening by tuesday okay i hopefully you'll get to be with your families or loved ones friends um wednesday thursday go on tuesday it's don't feel rushed like it's not a big deal guess what the sales are already going on so if you want to go in person so you have uh, maybe a little less. I think it is still less of a carbon footprint because, you know, it already made itself there. Go in person and get your couple things at the mall ahead of time. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm not going on Instagram this weekend. I'm not going. I'm not checking it. I don't need to know who's having a sale. Frankly, it's none of my business. That's their business. They're, they're the ones, you know, they're doing the sale. It's none of my business who's doing a sale. I can keep my little eyes and hands to themselves. I don't need to get my grubby little paws in everybody's business. And guess what? 
they are going to hurt your feelings and they are going to be like this is your last chance you better you have you have three hours left and then done this is over and then the next morning you're gonna wake up and they're like surprise we extended our sale and you think well that's too bad because i already panic purchased and didn't get what i exactly wanted because i was so rushed and nervous that i was gonna miss out yeah they do that every year guess what they're greedy they don't have your best little liars and they don't have your best interests in mind and they're not going to tell you the truth and we know that now so just accept it going into it guess what one day they might be having a 30 percent off sale and the next day they boost it to 35 percent. but you already bought it oh yeah well guess what you can't feel bad about that you can't wait around forever seeing if the best thing has come along and if you spend five extra bucks you spent five extra bucks it's gonna be okay if you were deliberate about your purchasing you were gonna get it anyway so you still got your deal and you just can't let that keep you up at night we've all been yeah. there it's annoying it sucks but 100 okay. and also we are not overbuying to because we can return okay they do that and they're extending the returns because they know once it's in your home, you're not likely to return it. Okay. And that's not good for the environment. We don't want to be shipping things more than we need to. So if you don't know, don't go, don't buy. Okay. We just, if you're taking anything away from this, don't, don't feel like you need to buy anything. You're not, but also don't feel like you can't. Don't feel bad. I'm going to be buying. I know that. I'm going to be buying. There are some things I've been really counting on that I've waited all year for a sale. Um, I did want to talk about a couple of those things that are potential stocking stuffers. I know not everyone who listens is a Christmas person. Um, so whatever, whatever holidays you love or don't, if you're not really into the holidays for whatever reason, totally fine. Um, I have had my eyes on a couple of things for stocking stuffers. And yes, this might be a little bit of a spoiler for my uh, co-host Riley, but I so badly want to share with you guys that it's worth a little spoiler and she'll make sure she forgets. First of all, one thing that I think is a great stocking stuffer and they're having a really good sale is and it is bougier i will say like this is nice i'm not saying you buy 15 of these things i'm saying maybe there's one you get one or maybe two if it's a really special loved one but something that is so good to use oh what do you think i'm gonna talk about sunscreen sunscreen okay so there's this brand called color science I don't know why it's not pronounced colore science because there's an e after the r Anyway, they're a medical grade skincare brand. I think that's true. Mm. But they do. I think, I don't know what classifies medical grade, but they are like sold in dermatology offices. Yes. So, yes. Um, I, yes. So, and all of their product is sunscreen. It's not makeup, it's sunscreen. But what a great way to say, I only have sunscreen on my face when you're getting a little help from color science. Cause let me say they have a few things. So one of the things they have is a tinted under eye sunscreen. I just bought this and I love it already. 
The first of all, cooling metal tip. My biggest problem with it, it only has four shades. I can tell for a fact that the d darkest shade is not dark enough. So yes, I do have a problem with that. I have pale as a skin. Yeah. Can you believe somewhere didn't Absolutely make a dark enough shocking shade? That they wouldn't make a they wouldn't make wide a dark variety of shade? darker pigmented shades. Hmm. Yeah. I've literally never heard of that happening before. But anyway, you know that I'm very privileged and I have there a shade that works for me, the lightest one. Um, the thing that but, usually Quinn and I encounter is not a light enough shade range, and I I know that that is shocking for some to hear, and I am not saying that that is a comparable issue at all. It is not. No, but no. sometimes I am like, mm, this is not fair enough. <laughs> Your girl is showing. <laughs> well, that's when I'm like, uh, now being tan is so the thing that I'm like, okay, guess what? Some of us aren't tan and don't fake tan. So some of us have white little peaches and cream skin. But anyway, I think that is such a great thing because it's actual sunscreen, you guys. 30. This specific one is 35. That's a good SPF. And you can apply it, reapply throughout the day. And not only is that helping with your little under eyes or maybe a little, you have a little pimple and it's not pore clogging, it's also a great way to reapply sunscreen and be getting a very natural makeup look. But I actually loved how it wore. It did not crease under my eyes and blended really seamlessly, was not irritating, and my eyes still felt hydrated. But they have like a glow thing, kind of like a highlighter. They have lip stuff that looks really nice that's SPF. So I thought that, you know, oh, they have a cheek and lip thing. It's really like blush, but of course everyone's now saying you can use it on your lips too. But these are actual sunscreens where the weight of the SPF that you need to apply to your face is effective with them in actually just a swipe. It's not like you have to put 15 pumps and rub that into your skin for it to be the actual SPF. No, just swiping that little blush on your cheeks, you're getting another, whatever, 35 or 50 SPF re-up. So I thought that's so fun. <clears throat> that is fun. Um, I, I don't have much planned for this Black Friday. When I don't have money coming in, I feel much less compelled to have money coming out. <laughs> so... I'm really just focusing in on the necessities this year. I don't even know if Elta MD is having a sale. I'm not familiar with the I brand. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I was hoping to try them out because, as we said, I've been having some sensitization and I've heard great things about both their clear formula and I have actually used their mineral sunscreen before with success in the past. The thing that I would like to look at is if it's water resistant because lately I've been going on walks and it is 14 degrees normal or 14 degrees higher than the average temperature here in Charlottesville for this time of the year. Global warming is really kicking our butt out here so I'm getting sweaty on my walks and having sunscreen sting my little eyes. Can't be having that. Um, yeah, this color but, science stuff is water resistant which is so cool. Nice. I was wondering. 
Um, I am not sure if I will make a purchase because the pocketbook is tight, but I would just like to shout out a brand that Quinn and I are so fond of, Tala, that we've talked about Grace Beverly many times on this podcast. She does the productivity method. She also founded the activewear brand Tala. And a lot of sustainable companies don't participate in Black Friday because of ethics reasons and the cost of production of their clothing, which I totally support and understand. But they really believe that in order to be competitive in the market with fast fashion companies, you have to give consumers those things that they enjoy participating in shopping, like having sales. And so if you guys need some like high quality activewear and they also have a line of basics, think skims, but actually uh, decent to the environment, they And good quality. Great quality. Amazing. They're pieces we'll that I've had for years. years. They wash better than Lululemon. I can't. I'm sorry. I do have a lot of Lululemon. But they are really great quality and I did see that they're having a sale so I'll check it out see if there's anything that works for me or not but I'm keeping it really tight this tight this year but yeah um, that makes it easy like you said to also when you get these marketing emails from places unsubscribe when you don't have these like deals coming in all the time it's so much easier to not even feel like the impulse or inclined to go look at it but when you get that marketing all the time it's harder to say no 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 10 times in a row than just cutting it off definitely a couple more things that again these are like don't don't feel pressured at all i think this is where i'm going to be buying for some stocking stuffers because the people in my life are always needing more socks they always wear through them I think a sock is such a fun stocking stuffer. I am not over that. People, I hear people say it's like unoriginal. Um, no, a cute sock. Like people are haters. I people heard are haters. Someone the other day say, "Never gift me." Like if I get another gift of a sock, I'm like, "Oh, I don't feel that way at all." No, what you like? I don't know what you guys are doing with your feet, but my socks get worn out and get buzzy, and I need a new pair. And I use my old pair, wash them and clean the house and then I get rid of it. Um, But I will be shopping probably Stance socks because those are fun, high quality, last a long time for some stocking stuffers. And then also Levi's is doing a 40% off sale. Um, I don't know so much about, I know jeans are really hard for the environment because of how much water they take, but I will say, Again, I have had a pair of Levi's since freshman year in high school that I still wear that have not got a hole in them. So I'm just saying that is something that if you're going... How does your waist fit in those? No offense, Kelly, but you were tiny. I I know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. They have definitely certainly stretched a bit, but it is truly amazing. They are... They are a little bit tight. They're tighter than what I wear now. Um, But, you know, I think a cute, like, rolled up pair of jeans. Again, I'm not saying you buy this for six people. Like, if you maybe have a significant other. Or if you want to add a little something to your own stocking sticking out the top. Which I am doing. 
I am doing that. Um, that is a nice way to shop because they're, like I said, I think 40% off and so long lasting and high quality. But you guys, and happy hack, Thanksgiving time. If you are a student, sorry, this is just something that is important to say. Levi's, I'm pretty sure, lets you stack your student discount on other things. So if you're a student, wow. check on that because I think I've done that before. Yeah, do check on that for sure. But I also just want to acknowledge, first of all, we all know Thanksgiving is a BS holiday in terms of what it really celebrates. Um, yeah, we honor the native people whose land we are on and that was taken from them and that is like i'm celebrating thanksgiving because i love family and i love good food and i i love something to celebrate it's not because i'm we love it's not for colonization yes yeah, I was actually going to offer a resource to that tune because I think that my relationship to the holiday of Thanksgiving is complicated because I feel like it has been so removed from that history where we take it a different way. And I appreciate getting together with my family around like the intentionality of gratefulness, but it does have a colonized history and i would really recommend following the instagram account illuminative um its mission as stated in its bio says illuminative is a native women-led racial and social justice organization building power for native people by amplifying native voices stories and issues and i found lots of indigenous creators that i've ended up following through them um, but it's also just a cool resource to get native news and kind of stay up to date with some of the contemporary issues that native people are facing and advocating for today and a way to let your um, advocacy and allyship be led by the voices of the people that are actually impacted. Nice, Rye. Very good. We'll, I'll definitely go follow. Um you know, I also just wanted to say I know not everyone spends Thanksgiving with family and not everyone has family they either can spend time with or feel comfortable to spend time with. And I know that that can be really hard and emotional and it can also just make it so the issue feels so much more amplified when it feels like everyone else is celebrating. I want you to know you are truly not alone. I have gone through changes with a different part of my family that, um, you know, my husband and I have, have made some changes and our life doesn't look exactly the same with that kind of family time as it used to know that other people are going through it too and you i i hope that you can find hopefully um you know you're able to celebrate a little bit with friends or just honor yourself you can either choose if you're ready to like romanticize this holiday if you're if you're alone or not with family 
maybe you embrace that and really romanticize it for yourself. Or if it's kind of a bit of a hard day too, just know we really are sending those, those good vibes to you and sending you love. And, you know, I guarantee you that you have people out there that are just sending you such, such warm vibes and, Thank you for listening and hopefully this can give you a little bit of a sense of community and a warm hug and we truly appreciate all of you that spend your time um, listening to us. I feel an incredible amount of gratitude to be starting on this, you know, platform with you, Riley, and the gratitude spans far and is so much with our listeners who are tuning in you guys are making a huge difference already in our lives we're enjoying this podcast so flipping much and absolutely i mean the gratitude is just starting like we are we're gonna keep getting mushy and mushier all the time as things grow but um i do have a whole lot of love in my heart for you helping us get this podcast off the ground. So true, Quinn. And whether you are spending the holidays with your biological family or your chosen family or yourself, just enjoy the time off in whatever way builds you up and suits you the best. And we appreciate you all deeply and to that tune. They're making some changes on the podcasting apps and Spotify right now. So following does not necessarily make you have automatic downloads anymore. And that is an important way to get visibility as a podcast and to meet some goals that Quinn and I are embarking to achieve. So if you don't mind turning on those automatic downloads, we appreciate that so much and i will miss you quinny and the family this thanksgiving but i can't wait to check back in and hear how everything goes with everyone but i love you thanks for being here with me same to you buddy i love you too and i just wanted to compliment you and say you truly are the best twin i could ever ask for you as you know, you really are my soulmate on this earth. I feel so much deep gratitude every day knowing that because of you, I have a person for life that knows and understands me with everything through thick and thin. I never, I have such a great privilege in having you knowing that no matter what, I have someone that will listen to me, understand me, and make me a priority. And I know that not everybody gets that. And it makes me feel like the luckiest girl in the world. You're, you are my everything. I can already tell you our listeners love you and our family loves you. Your puppy Roger loves you so much. And you make such a big difference in my life and i know that you are taking strides to make an impact in the world that i'm so proud of thank you for everything you do for all of us right this is an inappropriate way to close the episode <laughs> that's so, so sweet I'm, Winnie. i love I'm you not so crying. much and-
<laughs> me neither and i couldn't echo those sentiments better straight back at you and i'm the luckiest girl to have a womb mate become my life partner like this buddy we're yeah. just that's why it's easy to feel so much gratitude every day because i've always felt so lucky just to be part of the family i'm a part of and living in the places i've gotten to live and meeting such incredible people and you are such an inspiration to me and our entire family and the other people's lives that you're in every day so i think that our listeners are pretty lucky to get to hear more things out of your perspective because it's really a special one that's been deeply impactful for me thank you my little buddy I love you so much. I'm giving you such a big hug and squeeze and fluffing up your beautiful cheeks. I hope that you really enjoy your time with Brayden and you guys will have to report back on the food because obviously the food is a big part of the holiday. So you guys, we can't wait to have you listen to our next episode. Thank you so much for spending your day with us, your morning, night, whatever it is. Put that sunscreen on. Feel free shopping. Happy shopping. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at the QR code. Quinn Liliestrom, Riley Liliestrom, tattooed by Quinn. It's all going to be linked in the show notes, you guys. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you next week. Mm